0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Marlene Cook's incredible tasting, better-for-you recipes have earned her a reputation as a magician in the kitchen. A New York Times bestselling author and nutrition expert, Marlene is passionate about creating recipes that deliver good health and great taste. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table to share some slim down tips and recipe ideas from her book, Eat What You Love Every Day. Welcome, Marlene.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. You know, I'm very inspired by how you can take Things that you know, normal, approachable, family foods, and give them a little bit of a a healthier spin. And and it's clearly some sort of across-the-board strategies in your recipe development. But you also suggest that there's some strategies that we can take in our choices. And maybe we should start there. For example, how you feel about breakfast?
1: Well, I feel like with breakfast we start the, uh, the we start our day. But most people know they're supposed to eat breakfast. But here's what's really fun. Some of the new studies are showing if you add more protein to your breakfast, not only will you not reach for that donut at 10 in the morning, you actually may reach for less cookies at 10 o'clock at night, that it literally affects what you eat and choose through the entire day. So there's more power than ever saying, eat some breakfast, fuel up, feel full, but don't be so shy to include things like eggs and lean meats and eat that hearty breakfast because you're going to be better off at the end of the day. And I'm all about saying, what can I have more of? What can I enjoy more? Restrictive diets don't work, and I don't want people to have to do that. So it's really fun to know that not only can we eat breakfast, we can actually eat a lot of the foods that we love for breakfast, and we're going to be better off for it.
0: And, you know, I love eggs for breakfast. That I, I feel completely different, and you're right. I don't know if I'm still good at 10 o'clock at night, but I certainly am good. Throughout the day, if I start with eggs or something that's really protein-based, but that's one of those things—it goes back and forth. Eggs are good for us. Eggs are our enemy. Eggs are good for us. They seem to be our friend again.
1: Well, what we found is that with the cholesterol, on eggs number one is less than people originally thought. We used to think it was 210 milligrams, now it's 180. For people who have diabetes, my books are really fantastic for anyone who has diabetes. I have that in my family because they're low in sugar and fat. It's very helpful. And I actually have diabetes exchanges in it. We say that they can have one egg a day So even for people with diabetes, you can easily fit that into a day. Maybe another day you have two, another day you don't have any. Mm -hmm. But for the rest of the population, we can have those eggs. There's a lot of nutrition in the yolk, so we don't want to have to cut those out completely. What I usually do is I'll mix an egg with egg whites or other things that have just the protein so that all of my egg dishes in the book average about one egg per person. And that's really fun stuff like pizza frittata and, you know, Mexican tacos for breakfast and, you know, those egg dishes that we really like, even things like an eggs benedict in a way that you can have it and not have to feel guilty about it.
0: See, that's the important thing that you can have it. As you say, I mean, the title is so good. Eat what you love every day. And you mentioned that you have diabetic exchanges. You have Weight Watcher exchanges. I mean, this is really a user friendly book for sure. Well, here's just a question for you. So eggs are the obvious, but I know one of the things I love to have for breakfast is oatmeal, but I don't feel like that's holding me. How can you add protein to oatmeal?
1: Well, there's a lot of ways. Some people like to put a dollop of like a Greek yogurt on it. You can mix in a little peanut butter. You can have some milk poured over your yogurt. And the other thing that works great are things like chopped almonds. So I find for me, when I have oatmeal, if I have a little flush of milk, I have about six or eight almonds on it, right, Yeah, and a handful of blueberries. Now I have a complete meal. I've got that big bowl of oatmeal that's really going to hold me. One of the really fun recipes in my book is I have a recipe for apple pie oatmeal. Mm. And it's like you've combined apple pie into your bowl in the morning and I'll have that with some vanilla yogurt and between the two I'm not only satisfied, you know, full, I'm just really happy. Yeah,
0: sure, that sounds good. And of course we can add things like flaxseed, chia seed, those are all good add-ins. Exactly. Yeah, very good. And then you talk about eating more vegetables but More non starchy vegetables.
1: Yeah, you want to load up on the non starchy side. It doesn't mean you can't have some potatoes, and corn is coming in season right around the corner, and an ear corn is a really healthy thing to eat. But here's what I tell people if you're putting a cup of pasta on the side of your plate with that healthy olive oil drizzled over it, you're looking at about 340 calories. If you put a cup of steamed broccoli on that side, You're looking at 40. Oh, wow. So you have 80% less carbs. You have more fiber. You have, you know, more nutrition in that. So it isn't that you can't have any of these very starchy vegetables like your potatoes and those things. But we want to keep those in moderation and just bulk up on things like green beans and broccoli and asparagus and artichokes. And there are no limits on those type of vegetables. And when you fill up and have some of those on your plate, then you've got room for the fun stuff. It's all about moderation. And every recipe in my book is lower in sugar and fat and calories, but they're all really satisfying. And that's what I do is I add flavor and I add bulk. So you get that big portion, you get that big taste.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, we were we were looking through some of the information before we called you today. And for example, a regular bacon cheeseburger has 1,220 calories. Okay, that's scary. 73 yeah. grams of fat, which is a day's worth of saturated fat. But you exactly. make a swapped out one, your bodacious bacon and beef burger has just 350 calories. I mean, you're saving almost 900 calories and just 11 grams of fat. So what are some of those strategies that you use in the book, Eat What You Love Every Day?
1: Okay. So what I'm doing with that burger, I use 93% lean meat. But if you use that alone, sometimes it's going to be dry. Mm -hmm. So I add a cup. I take uh, mushrooms. And even if you hate mushrooms, you will love this. And you mince them very fine for moisture. And you add that into the meat and you get this wonderful umami that tastes beefier than you begin with. You get a big third-pound burger. Instead of regular bacon, I use center cut. I'm not even using turkey bacon. I'm using regular real bacon. But the center cut is 30% leaner. And then I had a touch of liquid smoke, which is an all-natural liquid. You can buy it right next to the barbecue sauce. It smells like bacon. It's smoky. With that and a smaller amount of bacon, you taste like you have a major bodacious bacon burger. It's a third of a pound, so it's not skimpy. And you have that at 350 calories. We, When we made that recipe, every one of the girls that worked for me and the chefs went home and within two days had recreated that recipe at home for their families and friends to rave reviews. So I knew I'd hit it on the head. Oh, yeah. So... so so enjoyable. And that's what I want to do. Make it easy, but make it fun.
0: I love that whole concept, Marlene, and I am going to make that this weekend, I guarantee you. (laughs) But
1: so here's... here's, You'll get rave reviews. Oh, I
0: know. I love that idea. So here's a question for you. Is that something that if a family loves to grill a burger once a week, that they could make those in quantity and freeze before cooking?
1: Absolutely. And the other thing in the book, you're not only going to have those, I now have a veggie burger in there and I have a buffalo chicken burger.
0: Oh, so yeah. If you're looking
1: for burgers this summer on the grill, you've got them all, but you have them in a way that's easy to make, that's less expensive. And if someone in the family counts Weight Watcher points, they're covered. You've got someone in the family with diabetes, they're covered. You've got a hungry teenage boy, or I've got college boys and their buddies they're covered. So it's really all-inclusive cooking for everyone. And you know, nowadays, when people come over, you've got the vegetarian, you've got the person with gluten-free. So I've got the page in the book. You've got the person who doesn't do dairy. I've got the page in the book. And you've got the people say, you know what, Marlene, just give me a big fat milkshake. Give me a burger. Give me fries. Guess what? That's all in the book too. So it's just really great for that outing for everyone you don't have to worry anymore
0: yeah it's and they are really good tips and i love the fact that i mean i i i know turkey uh bacon has its place but <laughs> i'm like a real bacon girl so i'm so glad to hear you say exactly. that it's not that turkey bacon or or vegetarian bacon swap out well these are all really good tips you know i know that one of the other things that confuses people are carbs and you say that we don't want to mm-hmm. eliminate them all but let's have a little so, carb 101
1: here's the thing we need carbs. Carbs are our fuel. The only thing that fuels your brain are carbohydrates. The other thing is you find carbohydrates, fruit are all carbs, right? Mm-hmm. And fruit are good for us. Vegetables, you know what they are? They're not protein. They're not fat. They are carbohydrates, not just the starchy ones. Broccoli is a carbohydrate. Whole wheat bread is a carbohydrate, the oatmeal you love is a carbohydrate, and milk has carbs. So thinking you're going to eliminate all carbs, not only is it not healthy for you, you're really getting rid of so many food groups that you can't eat. What you want to do, and I think everyone knows it, eat less bite carbs, eat less sugar. Sugar only adds calories, and we would have so many health effects from eating too much sugar that we are sure about. So you want to eat less sugar, and I give you creative ways to do that that still give you a sweet taste. Eat less white bread. Try to eat some more whole grains. Try to eat more oatmeal. Enjoy the carbs, but do it with smart carbs. So you'll find lots of things in the book to have smart carbs, such that even people with diabetes can sit down and eat a pasta dish and not have to worry because I'm adding the lean meats, I'm adding the vegetables so they can have a big plate, and it's just not too carb-heavy.
0: Very good advice and and great options for the home cook. One of the other things I want to send us out on this morning is you do some alternatives to takeout and you do some restaurant swaps. And I love this quicker than takeout sweet and sour chicken recipe that Marlene has shared with us. I'm going to put it on amystable.com. I'll also put a link to Marlene Cook's website where she's got lots of tips and ideas and recipes. And you can find more information about her book, Eat What You Love Every Day. Marlene, thanks. We're inspired. It's bathing suit season. We're We're all going to eat what we love, but maybe eat a little bit smarter while we're at it.
1: Well, I'm glad that you had me. And, yeah, I mean, make it easy, make it fun, and let your whole family be healthier. If you want to lose some weight, you can do that with the book. If you want to control your blood sugar, you can. But, again, and I know this is what you love and I love, if you just want great-tasting food made easy, these books can really help you do that.
0: Thank you, Marlene. Great advice. Thanks. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q102. One out of two